hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Pre-Teen Ministry. It's a, actually it's Tuesday, but you're going to hear this on a Thursday, and I am super excited for you guys to uh, hear this one today. Uh, it's good. Uh, if you heard my nugget, you probably know what I'm talking about at this point. Um, just, uh, I feel like I didn't give it quite the due justice it needed. I felt like, oh, I could do a whole podcast on this. So I did also. I hope it sounds better today. Trying something new. So we will see how this works for you guys. So I am super excited about today. But before we go to jump in, I've got a shout out. And here's the thing. This shout out plays great into today's uh I almost said lesson. This is a church thing. I'm a preteen pastor, and I almost said lesson. I'm so sorry. But into today's podcast. So uh, today's shout-out is going to go to Ryan Frank's Productivity Playbook, okay? Ryan Frank's Productivity Playbook. Now, if you don't know what this is, uh, it's on the Kids Matter store. I'm going to link to it. Um, It's a few dollars, but he has professionally developed um, a productivity playbook playbook it's is what it sounds like it's got a to-do list it's got long-term goals short-term goals and so i strongly encourage all of you guys to go check that out that's something you want to help you'll see in a minute why uh, having something like this is extremely helpful and important so i'm going to link that down below for you guys um it's really awesome i've used it myself so go check it out it's got a ton of things to help you out uh and then with that our story for today guys um this past week i was gone this weekend and i feel like every single time i'm gone i have something to say about my team first of all they kicked butt they were amazing they did great they thrived but one of the things i noticed is that i was so confident in my team and part of that was because i prepared them as best as i could or as best as i have up until this point right i prepared my team but i've started adding more and more things so like the backup binder i had that ready for my team I had any questions I could think of ready answered already, and so I just felt confident leaving this team knowing that they had a binder to look at, they had some leaders around them who were prepared and extra ready, and so it worked out great, and they said that Sunday was amazing, and so I just want to encourage you guys as well to uh, make sure you're preparing your team, you're giving them resources, and you're uh, really just letting them thrive because I know your team is amazing and they are super capable, so... If you haven't guessed what today's about by the podcast title or um, last Monday's, this Monday's nugget. Sorry, I'm having a brain lapse here. But if you don't know, we're talking about productivity, okay? How to be a productive pastor. And here's where the, the, the business world and the church world really meld because at the, the end of the day, we're doing – a job. Now, the cool thing about our job is that we are ultimately glorifying God through ministering to preteens or children or whoever we minister to. But at the end of the day, there is still work to done, whether uh, it's administrative stuff, it's prepping curriculum, it's planning an event. At the end of the day, we still have to come into work and we have to work, right? Or else nothing's going to happen. And so being productive is important, right? There's lots of benefits to being productive. One, uh, one of the biggest is that you guys are going to get your stuff done. I've talked about it before, being prepared, being a prepared leader, having things ready and all of that is super important for the success of your ministry. But on top of that, as you're more productive, you're able to do more, which means you're able to meet with more people, you're able to be more relational, you're you're able to reach out and do a ton of other things. As your productivity increases, so does the other things that you can do as a minister. If you're not productive, you might be spending way too much time in your office, cough, cough, Sam Beam. I've been there, and I'm still working on it. But 
you get bogged down, uh, you're not as productive, you're not as efficient, and it just ends up kind of playing a whole uh, role, uh, dominoing through your entire ministry. And so that's why I really want to push on this today um, and help you guys maybe with some productivity tips as well. Okay, so I've got five points because it's got to be three or five or seven, who knows, but I've got five points for you guys today um, on how we can be a little more productive. So jot them down, maybe it's something that stands out, but here we go. Number one, guys, make sure that you remove productivity killers, okay? Remove productivity killers in your job. I think you know what I mean, but when I'm talking about this, I mean social media, right? Uh, I uh, Maybe I'm the only one, but you know, I'm going to go post something on Facebook, and I'm going to go post it in my preteen ministry Facebook page for my parents to see, um, give them the re- weekly recap or something. And 15 minutes later, I've been scrolling through I Love Kidman Community or my Facebook feed, and I'm like, oh, whoops. We've all done it. Um, maybe your phone goes off and you get distracted. You pull up one app, which leads to another, which leads to another. Uh, my ADD brain likes to do that. Um, maybe it's your coworker who sits across from you. Yeah, I've run into that a few times before as well. Um, and also things like specific tasks, right, can be productivity killers. You go into a task and you're like, I do not want to do this. And so you put it off, you procrastinate, and then you're on your phone, and then you're on social media, right, because you're procrastinating a certain task, okay? So number one is remove productivity killers. So maybe with social media, um, either go into it really intentionally knowing what you're going to do, um, set a timer, or ask a coworker to help you. Hey, if you see me scrolling Facebook, just give me a nudge and be like, yo, what you doing? And make sure that I am working on what I need to be working on, okay? With your phone, uh, set it on do not disturb during the workday. Um, even set timers. You can, you know, set timers on your apps or whatever. Set timers on your apps. Uh, with coworkers, uh, either have a conversation with them if it's a repeated issue, um, Maybe find another area to work. So like my church, we have meeting rooms. And some of my more productive days are when I go uh, shut myself away in a meeting room and really dive into work without any external extractions. And you might be different. You might have an office or something as well where this isn't as much of an issue. And then with your specific tasks, guys, really um, figure out what it is that you don't like about that task. Maybe it's just repetitive or mundane or it's not your alley. Um, And then maybe think about seeing if you can delegate it, seeing if you can um, pass along the baton to one of your volunteers or somebody else and and see if maybe you can get that productivity off or um, compile it in with some other things. And we'll get to that later okay but right remove productivity killers make sure that you are doing your best to address the things that kill your productivity all right number two is surround yourself with productivity boosters i have in parentheses in my notes here not coffee okay now don't get me wrong i love coffee okay i would drink way too much coffee if i didn't have any self-control um but i don't mean go fuel yourself up with three cups of coffee in the morning and then be productive okay i mean surround yourself with things that'll boost like the ryan frank uh productivity playbook right that's going to boost your productivity uh because it includes uh kind of it, it allows you to roadmap what you need to do okay and and some of the things if you don't if you haven't run into it before or you haven't thought about it is it's like when you go in and you don't have something to do your mind just kind of wonders right it doesn't have a set task to go to it doesn't have a set goal and so it doesn't 
do what it needs to do. So a nice to-do list, I love a to-do list. I have uh, those sticky notes you can put on your desktop, and I have like um, weekly things I'm going to do every week, right? So my uh, curriculum and my scheduling and stuff, I have those um, on one sticky note, something I have to do every single week, every time, okay? And then I have stuff that I am doing that is urgent, right? That is specific for, you know, this week or the next two weeks. So maybe additional curriculum planning or planning an event or reaching out to volunteers. And so I have that in another one. And then I have low urgency tasks, things that I'd like to do so that if I complete my weekly tasks and I complete my urgent weekly tasks and I can move on to my low urgency tasks and continue to grow my ministry, right? So I have three layers of things I need to do so that I'm never out of stuff to do. So find a uh, to-do list or a way that works for you. Um, also, you can try things like productivity techniques. I looked up that thing I was talking about on um, Monday with my nugget. It's called the Pomodoro technique, okay? And it's 15 minutes on, five minutes off for a few sessions, and then you'll get 15 minutes off. Now, this is a productivity technique, okay? It's a, it's one that people have kind of studied and looked into and, and developed um, as psychologists and really, really smart people, you know? And there's tons of these out there. So if you're really struggling, find one that works for you. I've used this one before. I don't currently use it, but I did find that I was really able to focus and then getting that five-minute reset, and then uh, I took time during my 15 minute to go on a walk uh walk around get blood flowing or whatever um other things that will boost your productivity guys i am currently recording this at 10 15 in the morning normally i'm recording at two or three so i am on top of my day right now um and a lot of it i is is because i got up early and i worked out which is wow i know everybody please applause applause but i don't think it's coincidence that today i got up early and worked out before uh, i got into the office and i am being as productive as i am if it, like just i'm a few hours ahead on where i would normally be because um I really think it was just a good jump start to my mind. Okay, so so maybe work that into your uh, into your daily routine. So for me, I normally do it during lunch. We didn't have exercise, but I consider my lunchtime exercise a part of my job. Right, it is a part of my job because uh, just remaining that physical, getting the there's so many benefits to exercising. So um, I would encourage you if you don't just go on a walk. A 15 minute walk can actually have a huge boost to your productivity. There's science behind it you might find it in the show notes below if not just trust me um but also another thing is a good diet and when i say that i mean just eating a little bit better now you may ask oh sam why do i need to eat better but you know you know that you went to taco tuesday that tuesday afternoon and you ate way too many chips and salsa and you came back and you were hurting okay and you did not want to do anything you know that that after lunch uh blues uh you're just down your stomach feels heavy or whatever yeah yeah i know now for me personally i would never do that i would never go out to the taco place and eat too many chips and salsa that is not a same beam thing that i would ever do but in case i do um i've always got some tea bags around so uh even something as simple as mint tea for me can boost my productivity helps my stomach get more aligned and i mean just you know yourself Uh, at the end of the day i can spiel all these things but what works for you guys what works for you Uh, find things that boost your productivity uh one more thing sleep 
and morning routines, guys, make sure you're getting enough sleep, okay? If possible, okay? One of our coworkers just had a baby, and that's just not possible. So, like, so sorry, so sorry. Um, and then morning routines as well. Um, if you have a good morning routine, you can set yourself up for success throughout the day, like working out. So, that was a long rant on number two, so sorry. But number three, guys, structure your day to be the most productive, okay? So uh, my boss, the big man, who's probably going to hear this, uh, Corey Jones, if you know him, I'm going to name drop. Um, but one of the things he told me early on when working was like, when you're doing your day and you're not being productive, uh, think about structuring it differently, right? And so he told me, for example, that he, during like, you know, two in the afternoon, which is if, if, if for most people, the most sluggish time, you know, two to three three thirty, and you're just kind of trudging along through the day and he says that's when he would get up and go do things that's when he would go get props for the week um that's when he would meet with people or or be out and moving because it would help his body you know move and be more productive i'm going to be way more productive if i'm moving around during that time than if i'm trying to battle that mental barrier okay um and then also plan work throughout your day that triggers different parts of the brain and the body, um, right? So um, you don't want to just be typing all day, typing up your curriculum, right? You want to break it up into typing up your curriculum, then go get props, um, and then meet with somebody, um, and then, you know, kind of stagger the day, go back to writing, right? But don't keep doing the same thing, right? You're going to wear yourself out um, and then also make sure that your day is structured to where you get off of work and you have some semblance of break um, sometimes the way my mind is wired I will get off work and I will not be done working now for me usually it means I go into uh, some of my side hustles I do and I want to go straight into working there and I want to work 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 up till dinner eat dinner and then go straight back into working but that doesn't give my brain rest and so I have to intentionally make sure that I am uh, taking a break right and then like I said in number two start your day off right uh, structure your day so that your morning routine um, prepares you for the day if your morning routine is you smacking the snooze button for the eighth time realizing you're about to be late rushing into the shower and rushing to the office it's not going to set yourself up the same way as getting up an hour early taking a shower, sitting down with a great cup of coffee, reading God's word, spending time with him, and preparing for the day. So I urge you guys, if you are struggling with uh, productivity, make sure that your day is structured and aligned so that you can be most productive, okay? Uh, number four, uh, it, it, it kind of long-term here for you guys, but recognize uh, your days off versus your triggers, um, things that are triggering you versus just, you know, regular things. So for me, I currently have on my desk productivity catalog that I wrote today, and whenever I find myself being unproductive, I'm going to write down what the cause of it was, okay? So... I'm going to take a catalog of when I find it hardest to focus, when I find it hardest, and, and really knock down what my triggers are, right? Recognizing what steals my productivity, right? Are my lunch choices stealing it? Are my um, subconscious habits stealing it, right? My automatic pick up the phone, little get it kind of thing, uh, whatever it is. Um, and also, yeah, along with that, just, just accept that you're going to have days off. You're human, Okay. So really take time to catalog what triggers those uh, off days or what triggers those unproductive moments. Um, and like I said, recognize your off days versus uh, having triggers. So like if you're super tired, you'll, you might find yourself being less productive versus 
just having an off day, right? Emotions can play into it. Your sleep pattern can play into it. Your diet can play into it. Um, what's going on in your life? Like, you can have all these external factors. And so figure out what external factors are affecting and then figure out what is just, um, you know, life, what is going on, okay? And then, like I said, uh, accept you're going to have off days and rely on God for support. And so that's why number five is take it to God, okay? Ultimately, take it to God. We work for his glory, okay? Let that sink in, you know? We, we, we're pastors. We, it kind of gets through our head, and we just forget sometimes. We are working. Me talking into this microphone right now is my attempt to bring glory to God by spreading information. You typing up curriculum is your attempt to bring glory to God by teaching children the goodness of his word, okay? Now, we say we should always work our best, right, because we're working for God's kingdom, and we hear that, but the reality is we're not always going to do that. We're human. We're going to fail. We are going to mess up. We are going to have off days, off weeks, off months, off years, okay? So, accept it. And then do something about it, right? We're humans. We're not going to work perfectly. But guys, I bet my money, right, that the very God that we are serving with our works would love to help us when we are struggling with them, right? He is not a God that looks at you and says, you're working for my kingdom, why aren't you working harder? He's not a God that is up there judging you because you just scrolled on Facebook for 15 minutes. No, he says, hey, you're doing my work, let me help you. So if you find yourself on an uh, off day or, or an off week or an off month or longer, then take time, right? He's still God. You're still working. And so take time. Be alone. Have an hour of silence with God during your work day. Talk to your pastor uh, and, you know, get permission. I'll just go off and do that. But but take time to be quiet. Um, maybe if it's a long term, ask for a sabbatical. Take a day or a week or a month off maybe if you need it. But take time to talk to God. Get your heart right because at the end of the day, sometimes it can just be your heart. Your body, your mind is all just tired, right? And ultimately, make sure that you guys are healthy. I have a podcast on recognizing burnout, and so burnout is one of the best uh, or biggest productivity killers. And so if you find yourself in that situation, then taking time to really recenter yourself in God and understand that you are working for Him and that He wants you to thrive. So guys, this week, take it to God. And work on figuring out how you can be more productive. What can you do? What can you write down? What can you track and plan? How can you be a better worker? Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you guys Monday for our nugget. Peace.